Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. Man, oh man, are we off to an amazing 2023. Okay, I know I talk all the time about creating the life you want to live. I even recreated my keynote to be life doesn't happen to you. You happen to life. Whatever your belief systems and how the universe is working for you, I know that you believe the more you live your passion, what lights you on fire, you're just going to have a happy life. You're going to have more joy. And speaking of joy, I cannot tell you how much I love my next two guests. That's right. I think this may be a first. Two minutes in one. These two ladies are freaking incredible. I just love them to pieces. I actually did them live too because I was like, oh my gosh, you have to go live. Holly and Gina are best buds, partners in life as far as business, and just have really created an amazing, amazing world for themselves and each other. And I just love them to pieces. I love them to pieces. We would really appreciate it. You know we would if you share this because you're going to want to share it. You like it, you rate it, you send it to people that you know will benefit. I can tell you this, of everyone out there that listens to me, you're definitely going to benefit. My clients will benefit. My friends will benefit. Did I say that enough? And there's two of them. And you get to see them because I did it on Zoom. Enjoy. If you can't watch, it's okay. There's the audio. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Okay, so my Let's Keep It Real people, I kind of teased it a little bit. And I told you, you were going to have two awesome ladies in the house, but here's a real treat. They don't even know this. Normally, we don't see the people. Now and then we see the people. So if you're listening, no big deal. Do not tune in in the car, but you might want to check out Holly and Gina. But before they come on, because I know a lot about them because I was on their show, which was incredible. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about them and then hold off. I know you want to send the questions in constantly to me afterwards, but I got like a shitload here. So let's get to it. Holly and Gina, host of the LOA on Cork podcast. It's awesome. It really is in the house. And inseparable, which I need to know more about this, BFS. I have so many questions. Found each other in 2004 when they worked as executives in corporate America. They are all about making conscious creation a lifestyle. I did not pay them to say that. I did not. I want to repeat that again. They are all about making conscious creation a lifestyle, about learning and sharing how we can experience and express ourselves fully in our 
authenticity, and personal power. Just saying. They love to experiment with every inspiring, every, every people inspiring philosophy and viewpoint and listen to them with open ears, technique, or life hack, which I want to talk about that because I've never referred it to that, but I'm all about it. There is. And they are absolutely passionate about empowering their listeners to learn to fully own their lives along with them. Now, this has been a long time since we've had people like-minded like me. So sit back, enjoy the ride. We're going to start with Gina. You ready? Yeah. I Give it to me. <laughs> give it to me, baby. All I'm right. ready. I'm ready for you. <laughs> and I know you know this. What's your word? One word to best describe your past 30 days. What would it be and why? Anything. Mm, uh, inspiring. Okay. Because I think the universe is rising up to meet mm. us in a way well, that yes, is mm-hmm. inspiring. And I mean, I could say jaw dropping, mm. uh, keep going, stunning, uh, uh, creates like me being kind of completely speechless, which is a lot. It takes a lot. That's what it has been in the last 30 days. So when you say the universe rising up to me, specifically you or every one of us? Uh, Well, well, specifically me and I think the work that Holly and I have been doing together. Yes. We've set some very clear intentions. We've been working our butts off to get there and we've been open and ready and it's rising up to me. The timing must just be right. Right. And so it has been the last 30 days has been. Um, inspiring for me. I like that. I can't wait. I'm I'm sure in the near future, I'm going to hear even more about that. For now, we'll take inspiring. And I believe it, your eyes and ears are open and ready. So it's coming full force. Ready. All right, Holly. Can't pick the same word. Okay. So I want to do a word that nobody else has done, you know? So I was like, definitely in the last 30 days, I'm going to go with the tower card in tarot. So I'm the tower and people are afraid of the tower. So I wanted to say transformation, but everybody says transformation. And so the tower is a beautiful card. People fear it, but it's where, you know, it's where things crumble. So new can come. So Mm. the things that don't serve you anymore, the things that you cling to, because we're Mm. human, you know, we like to cling to things that Mm. we know that are familial and, you know, and so those things that maybe perhaps I've clung to Mm. a little too long, I have a tendency to stay a little too long, just to Mm. talk a little too long, Mm. to do everything a little too long Mm. and And that sort of has crumbled in the past 30 days and I'm rebirthing into new. So it's the tower. Mm. Love it. I can see the group come together, man. Yes. (laughs) Hers is better than mine. Damn it. That makes me mad. It's not better. It's It's it's, it's, an alignment. It's different. Okay. By the way, once somebody's going to resonate with tower and somebody else is going to resonate and coming up to me all right speaking of needing my peeps they want to know they get that you're (laughs) bfs since 2004 
How often do you see each other? Do you fight? Do you not fight? Do you get along? Do you stay overnight yeah. in each other's house and have all night chats? There's so much they want to know. So we just keep going back and forth though. Gina, you're up. Okay. So I'm, and I'll let Holly tell the full story because she likes to bitch about it. Um, uh, I never like to bitch. I like to celebrate. What, let's, let's hear your viewpoint. Okay. So here's the story. So, uh, I had worked at a, in, I've been working at an engineering company for, I think it was there two and a half, three years. Okay. And we are looking for a senior level, uh, finance professional. Uh-huh. So I am working for the CFO and I am doing phone interviews for these senior level finance people. And one of the resumes that were stood out was Holly's. And Mm -hmm. so I conduct a phone interview and chat with Holly about our need for a senior finance person. I, she, I think just had her youngest, um, was home on maternity leave. She had just kind of closed out an opportunity with a uh, company that had sold. Um, so it was, she had kind of closed that up with her team and, company had been purchased by an international company, I believe. Uh, and so she was looking for something new. And, um, so I conducted the phone interview. I immediately felt like this is the most unusual finance person I've ever met. Uh, I don't doubt that. Oh yeah. No, no. It was like, in fact, I remember the CFO saying, well, how'd the phone interview go? I go, well, uh, I mean, she's amazing. I mean, she, she sucked up more air in the room than I did, which is unusual for a finance person, right? Like for an HR kid, yappy HR girl. Um, she was, uh, intuitive and smart and, uh, her human communication skills were off the chart, which, you know, I'm stereotyping a little bit here, but finance people typically aren't that. Uh, and she just had this big, broad view. My math, though. <laughs> I did. I know. I yeah. I, I shouldn't check anybody's math. So, so it was so. I was just blown away by her. Um. So the the first opportunity was this phone interview. We ended up interviewing her. Uh. What? How many six, six times? Well, that's where you can you can ask your peeps whether I should bitch about that or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you know what you know, when, you know, don't call me back six times and waste my time. Okay. Like, you know what? That just makes my, can I say ASS? You can say whatever on this show. Oh, okay. So it makes my ass tired. Okay. Like, and so I was like, you know what, make up your mind and let's, let's go on with it. Mm -hmm. So yes, I don't complain about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was a lot. Yeah. Thank God you got her six times. She got the job. Right. (laughs) What's interesting is it was meant to be, we did not worked together very closely for the first couple, three years. And then, you know, the, the organization was going through a a big leadership change, um, company, um, were employee owned. So very familial culture, very light and fun and caring and compassionate, which is fantastic, but light on the performance. Um, and we had a CFO who really loves performance. I am wickedly competitive. I like performance and we were not doing well, um, in terms Mm -hmm. of performance. And so Holly and I went to work on the corporate side of things while 
the technical staff, the engineers went to work on the business side. And I think collectively we have created a very, very strong employee owned company that is extremely strong with performance Mm -hmm. and our partnership. I mean, it's like, we like locked eyes one day as we're like, we yeah. think the same way. And we went to work. You can have performance and magic happen mm-hmm. and fun. So our overriding umbrella is we have to have fun mm-hmm. and um, you can still have performance, fun and magic created Absolutely. all at the same time. Yep. Yep. And we have kids about the same age. We were kind of in the same spot in life and throughout our work together, just created this amazing friendship that, you know, the work at our company is like nothing compared to what we have yeah. outside mm-hmm. of it. Um, but wow. in the beginning, that's really what was the foundation for yeah. us to, to work from. Yeah. So we and started we our work together. No, I left the company. So, and she's still back there. So we started our podcast. We also started our own business together. Mm-hmm. We talk every night, every, um, and before bed, like Oprah and Gail <laughs> to, check, uh-huh. to check in and see what happens. And wow. we and sometimes multiple <laughs> times throughout the day, but at, at a minimum that she gets annoyed with me because I feel like here's the thing I should be on a a steady diet of not giving advice unless it's asked for, but it's very hard for me. And so she can get annoyed when I add too much. Okay. Um, but we don't ever get in a fight and we know that, that Mm -hmm. everything that we do and we do help each other at a core level that she knows that I do it out of love. It's not out Mm -hmm. of anything other than love. And when she says, well, have you thought about that's why you're doing this? Or I take it from a beautiful perspective. So they're in, there's, she's, she doesn't trigger me because I know she's trying yeah, to help me. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And we used to commute up um, for meetings in Seattle together and we would be on the road for an hour and a half each way. And yeah. just the whole time going, well, you know, that, you know, you're upset because that something about him bugs you. It's about you. It's not about yeah. him. And I'm like, God dang it. No, it's not. It sure is crap. She's been right the whole time. And I'm like, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Well, it was about me the whole was, time. It, became, it was about me. It, you know what? This, this is the point. I think yeah. that it came as we drove. This is how the podcast happened. It came out of those driving times where we, we would, when we talk about like hacks, corporate hacks, boardroom hacks, life hacks, life hacks. We would Mm -hmm. talk about these things. And let's say I had an important meeting to go into, excuse me, I would go in and I would say, I'm going to set my intention. When I go in the meeting, I'm going to check my ego at the door. And we would talk about what does that look like? And I'm going to go in service and be present. I'm not going to think about a date next week, or I'm not thinking about anything. I'm thinking about how do I serve? And I, I don't think about how I look, how I sound, what people are going to think about me. Mm-hmm. And so when I come in and I do that, it was magic. So we would do yeah. that together. We were in the boardroom. Um, I was promoted and she, she was as well. And we were executives working through um, corporate America, trying to create some magic and some synergy and still have performance. I have very high standards. So does she, mm-hmm. And, but you, they don't, they're not mutually exclusive. So what a gift that you two have. I mean, unbelievable. 
And I want to back up to something like you're saying, Holly, that it didn't trigger you or her because you know you're coming from love. I say that all the time to people. I have friends in my life, they could say anything to me, but I can feel they love me so much. I don't even care if they're telling me something unsolicited. Well, now and then, but most times, yeah. And then other other people, you know, it's coming from a place of judgment. You, you know that. Yeah. But then I tell myself, it's not about you, Sandy. It's not about you. It's all about them. And what can you learn from it? But you don't want to hear it. Even so, because you know it's not coming because they love you so much. You can feel it. So what a great gift. Yeah, All right. So Holly, I did not know this about you in my little investigating. I heard a little bit about it, but you said <laughs> angels, but you have angels and guides and friends you cannot see. And I find this very, very intriguing. And I want to hear more. I, I don't have a month because this stuff really excitement, excites me. Tell me more, because you said you've had it since a child. Well, I don't think I truly recognized it as a child. I think it's something that I did develop later on in life. And Ah. so, yes. And so I, um, in fact, my story is that I actually didn't think anything existed. I thought I was all alone in the world. And up until I was, I don't know, in my forties, I mean, I don't know, it was a long time. And then all of a sudden I went on this journey and I discovered these beautiful, you know, um, guides, angels. And I, I'm going to tell you that I have three big angels and they walk with me where, and I call them in when there's a tough conversation or I, I bring them into the boardroom. I mean, sometimes I didn't bring them in for this podcast, but I've done it before, whether I brought it in, if I feel, you know, uncomfortable, I'm like, they stand with me and I want an angel. Call one in. in. Yep. (laughs) Well, we will. Okay. We'll call them in right now. And I'm looking off and calling them in to stand and help us. And usually it's comfort. And so, um, you know, to think in your forties, you start having imaginary friends. No. Okay. But, but they do communicate with me. And so when I feel like, um, and I'm not the person that has, I'm, we don't need to go through all the clairs. I'm not the one that hears them in my ear. I I'm jealous of those people. I like, truth be told, I'm not jealous of much, but I kind of would like them just shout at me and tell yeah. me what I need to yeah. be doing. She so yells I, at them. I do. I yell at them, but they don't yell back, but they communicate yeah. with me very quietly. You know, I think the world communicates with us quietly. We all have them around us, whether we, yeah choose to communicate with them or not. And I do utilize them on a regular basis um, to help me, my angels and then guides, God, you know, whoever else we call Mm -hmm. in to help us. Mm -hmm. I do use that, but I didn't start that until my forties. And it's been the most enriching life since that point in time. Yeah. And I say this all the time. The the Holly I know today is very different than the Holly I knew at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Very different. Okay, so hold on a second. So, Holly, growing up, you weren't sure if there was anything. And then you went on this journey. Explain a little bit more. (laughs) So what was the journey? 
because it was in your 40s. And this is really exciting, you know, that it wasn't something you innately, we've talked about that. Because I'm thinking, okay, you've had these since a kid and no, 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 no. It's later in life. It's very exciting. So I know they're going to ask me what kind of journey and how did you, you know, come to know they were there, especially if you're not hearing them in your ears. It makes it so bizarre because it's this company that Gina and I went to. And I think I was on Gina's top 10 red list Mm -hmm. of people that didn't go to this quote unquote training with this woman called Amba. And it was this training that I was scared as shit to go to. I mean, I was scared because I heard stories where this woman keeps you in this room and forces you to stay, say what you stand for. And I'm very, I used to be, I used to be very hidden. And, you know, you don't know what's going on behind the facade. I called her a, a chameleon. Yeah. I'd be like, what ah. do you need? I know what you need. I can figure you out and I'm going to give it to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and I used to think, oh, that's my superpower, you know? And, yeah. you know, that's a whole nother story. But so there was this training that I went to with this woman and I finally ended up having to go. And the president of the company said, I'm going with you. Um, cause they made her they go, made me go. Oh, this is part of your corporate America company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made me go That's the front yes. door. It's a, it was a five day people th- cried intensive. people like, and I, I was broken open at that point. Wow. And I remember there was a yeah. person that, and I had been working in very professional executive environments forever. And this, there was a gentleman in our company that he made me crazy. Okay. And he wanted too much information. He wanted this, he wanted that. And in this class, I was just broken open, not only for the people and their vulnerability, which I don't want to show you that because that makes me weak. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then I realized I had to help them mm-hmm. when they were down. I'm the one that would come in and cha- I mean, I felt this yeah. need to help everybody in the room. And then I was broken open that this person is not, there's nothing wrong with this person. It's a trigger in you. That's how I started coming to in terms with whenever I'm triggered, whether it's positive or negative, it's a gift and you got to go look for the gold. And what is it in you that is, is, mm-hmm. is mm. starting that. And so when I, I mean, this was like this, these were long days. And then I came home and I started gobbling up all spiritual stuff and all this stuff. I turned him around my relationship to him just by shifting my energy wow. by saying, you know, me saying you want too much information. is just a story. It's just me judging. And, you know, we have these 10 badassery principles. And one of them is, you know, we're on the judgment free diet. Okay. That's the only diet we endorse, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so at that point in time, Love I it. started really analyzing that stuff and going internal. I, it was a really a solo. It was a, a lone solo it really time was. For, me for a long time mm-hmm. until Gina came on board a while later. So, and she started sharing all of this with me and I gobbled it up. Mm. She, she is, she's, she has Mm. this, um, insatiable, uh, drive and will to, to know and understand. And she always has. And I think that she just, once she kind of felt, yeah. Uh, supported in the work, metaphysical work, she started like I yeah. took classes, Figuring I it found out. leaders. I mean, I feel like, yes, you know, when did. you're ready, I mean, what it's the, you know, the teacher will come. So I just had people coming mm-hmm. and then Absolutely. I, then I started being 
part part-time a teacher because yeah. I was like okay I get this this makes sense to me and I feel so much more whole mm-hmm. I feel so much more like you know we're about mm-hmm. intentional you know um intentionally directing your life I never knew that you know you and I you were just on our podcast which was amazing and you knew that somehow so inherently when you were young and and when you were telling us about that I was like oh if I ever I knew that because I felt like I didn't know. And so once you know that it's like, you want to spread that around that we have the power Mm -hmm. to direct our own lives. Yeah. And I came from a a childhood where, um, metaphysical principles were abundant in my family. My dad was very big into like feng shui and Eastern medicine. He, he was just a very, very smart, big thinker in that Mm -hmm. way. Um, even though he was, you know, blue collar and, uh, did, you know, construction and from a, it was art major, but he played small in the world. Um, and I feel like I grew up with all that support and forgot it or lost it for a Mm. long, long time until Holly came along and started to go. "Mm." So my intuition, all those things that I was wickedly good at as a child, I just sort of let him fall away when life took over and I wasn't holding it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Holly helped me grab hold again through those call call. Gina, did you go to the same course, the same program, same five day program? Yes. Not with me though. Not with you, not the same class, but yes, I did. And it was amazing. I mean, uh, you know, I was, uh, a singer. I, I went to school for more art related yeah. stuff, um, ended up back in corporate America. Cause you know, I need to get a real job and, you know, come back and have babies yeah. and all those things, which, you know, is great. And I lost a big part of myself in that process. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, they made me sing and I sang, I mean, I mean, it was pretty incredible and it did, it really helped me kind of jumpstart this learning, but Holly was insatiable. I tend to get a little sidetracked sometimes. So she has to keep me on track. <laughs> she has well, to task me with things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about the fact that we all play a different piece in the world of how we're going to impact. And for me, not that I don't inspire people, but sometimes I'm not relatable because I believe this the whole time. And the biggest question I get is, how did you know as a kid? And I go, I don't know. I just knew, you know, I'm thinking the life before I was like Buddha. I don't know. And I cycled in again. What what can I tell you? But your stories can impact so many people. That's why I want to, you know, unravel it that no matter where you are in life, no matter what you believed or didn't believe, it's not too late. I got to be changed around like that when you're ready and your eyes are open and you both did it in different places at different times. And if you're both with the same, you would impact the same people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're exactly right. And that's really why we started the podcast was, you know, I'm so incredibly blessed to have found, you know, my Holly in life. Like I truly am blessed. And you know, I think about it so often about, you know, why were we still at that corporate job? Why? And I truly believe it was because of this yeah. relationship. I, I, I do. And what we're supposed to do uh-huh. in the world together yeah. as friends. And, yeah. 
And so we had started the podcast at the urging of others that kind of watched us and said, you guys are so it's fun. It's light. There's inspiration in it. Just, and mm-hmm. so many people don't have it. And so we kind of wanted to create a community where those kind of conversations yeah. were mm-hmm. just what we explored. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you practice and you try and you're supported and you explore different things. And if it sticks, you grab it. If it doesn't, you let it go and you move on and mm-hmm. we have fun and it's not too, you know, I think sometimes metaphysical stuff kind of has that heavy handed approach and yeah. we wanted yeah. to be a little lighter about it. Yeah. And the principles are the same. Yeah. The, the way yeah. you message it is what can be heard differently yeah. for different people. Yeah, and you're going to attract different people because of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your right. podcast is going to get people, even if they just say, oh, I love those girls, you know, I want to listen to them or for the entertainment value. And they're getting the message right. where the other people that are looking for it, they're going to find those other podcasts. Yes. But what I'm all about, and that's why I was excited to share with you guys, is the people that are like scratching the surface and they're not yeah. quite sure, but they're yeah. like, oh, I like those two gals, you know? Yep. What is it about the dabblers? We're the dabblers. That that was our audience. Yeah, it was our audience. The dabblers. Let's just see. You know, I love that. The -hmm. dabblers. We 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 were like, let's just see if we can. You don't have to believe everything we believe, Mm -hmm. but let's just see if we can help you one thing at a time. We got a note from somebody today, um, saying that her daughter in college started using music as therapy Mm -hmm. because we just Mm -hmm. had Barry Goldstein on our on our podcast who uses music to heal. And I thought, oh, I never thought about, we know this. I mean, you dance all the time to music, you know, it's uplifting. The dance, the movement is uplifting. And he was like, this is how you should do it. And so we heard today that somebody's like, my homework is going better. My home. And I'm like, okay, like this gives me this, this it's like, I go one person at a time, Gina, one person at a time, one thing at a time. Yeah. Well, there's many more. (laughs) You're not hearing it. You just hear one you know, now and then you're on the right track. You just, a lot of people, when things inspire them, unfortunately you don't hear about them, but they're there. And I, (laughs) I know after this show, they're going to think we talked beforehand because like you're saying things (laughs) in a different way. You know what I mean? Oh, (laughs) Oh, absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) But I totally and the same thing with Holly. It's not like I, I they're having conversations with me, but I, I get feelings before every podcast, every interview of what I'm supposed to ask and not ask. Mm-hmm. And then when I sit here, which just happened now, and I don't say this a lot, but I'm going to say because you two are on. I got this bolt like, no, 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 go a different direction. And I'm telling you, it happens to me all the time where I'm like, don't say that. Even that's why I'll plan notes and like, no, scratch that. Go ask Kali this, ask Gina this. Yeah. And I, yes. so anyhow, I got this kick. So we're going to, we're going to go with this. So cool. as far as the two of you communicating and impacting different people in different ways and the guests that you bring on, when you sit with yourselves to decide which guest are coming on the show and how powerful their message is going to be. 
do you have an audience in mind? Is there somebody that you want to reach specifically? Is it women more, young people? Do you have a demographic that you're going after right now? Such a great question. It is a great question. We get, we get it often. <laughs> we do. When we go for guests, I mean, selfishly, I mean, I'm going to be honest about this. Selfishly, it's stuff that excites We're us. We're excited about. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, yeah. and I never think about how it's going to resonate with others. I think about that when our intention, so we light a candle before we did it for your podcast mm-hmm. and this one right still going, and we set our intention to showcase the gifts of the person. So we really, it's not about us anymore. It's, mm-hmm. and, and some of my intros are, are a little bit about us. Okay. Try to make things funny and light and, and honor that person. And then it's like, we want to showcase that person. So when we Definitely. think about demographic, I can assure you that actually, I don't think about it. We get the question because I think if you do look at our audience, it's probably mostly women. Mostly women. Yeah. Um, and they're, they are of all ages. Uh, but we don't think about that. We just think we need to serve whoever hears it. And so we mm-hmm. don't want to exclude anybody mm-hmm. from that. And mm-hmm. we have young people, like we have college people, we have all mm-hmm. kinds of people and we do have young Some men yeah. too. Yeah. So that's how we think. Yeah. Although we get the question a lot, like, you know, from a business standpoint, we're probably not doing the right thing. Yeah. No, no. we need to answer it as many times as possible because that is the answer that's true to you. And I knew it it already. And I do the same thing. And by the way, I've been doing it for 10 years and people slam me because I have men, I got women. You see me, I speak at colleges. I don't have (laughs) an every other day, somebody says, you're not going to make it Weston. Now at this age of the game, you are still telling me that like, you're not going to make it yeah. because yep. I, I do the same thing. What would I want to hear? What inspires me? And that's yes. why you are doing the right thing. Absolutely. Well, I love that because yeah. we heard make the same it. thing. We're not going to make it. Yep. And we were like, hone in your audience and just give yeah. them corporate. And that's why I asked you. Like, that's why I got the kick because yeah, because yeah. I mean, Every time I've heard you shouldn't, it won't, I just reconnect. And that's what you are doing. Like you said, the fact, and I'm saying this, and I've done a lot of interviews too in the last years. I never did. I only hosted, but I did. So I can say this. You can feel with every ounce of my being that you have one purpose. And it's to make me feel like a superstar. That is all. And I felt it the whole time. And that does not happen that often. Oh, I love wow. that. Thank you. That is the intention. That is the intention. Because mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. I, I, I one time, and this is not my finest hour, Neil. I said on an interview. I love Neil. I'm confused. <laughs> I thought you wanted to ask me questions. Like it was just all about what they were trying to sell. And I was just kind of sitting there. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're bad people, but that's just where no. they are. They are. So good yeah. for you. Good for you. That's why I have to ask <laughs> yeah. you from the rooftops. There's 66,000 ways to be successful. Choose yours. I'll never forget right. that. One of my top CEOs said to me, Sandy, 
There's so many ways to be unsuccessful, but there's so many ways to be successful. All right. So whew, I got chills. All I right. That. That, that was such so a great good. question. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So here you are at night and you're chit-chatting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long are those conversations? Are they like five minutes, one minute? Are they an hour? Are they always different? What's the family think? Are we doing it at dinner? Where are we going? I mean, listen, okay. Can go all the way from like, I like to play tricks. Okay. And so, and she doesn't like to show her face at night because she looks like a bank robber. I do. And so, so I will, I put like a silk turban on for my hair and she, I said, FaceTime me, you got to FaceTime me. So this is how the conversation. And I think it was dark and I was drunk. At this yeah. Time. And yes, she was yeah, drunk. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. drunk Gina that night, which this is was, rare. Our next door neighbors that we lived next to for 15 years were moving. It's, it's rare. So we had gone over and had like a dinner celebratory dinner at the, on the back porch. And I was potentially overserved a little bit. So and I she wander back it. over. Yeah. So she admits yeah. it. Yeah. And so I want to make fun of drunk Gina a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing yeah. with her a little bit. And mm-hmm. so I, I said, come on, come on, come on. Um, you know, check me out. You, you're going to want to see my new giddy up. And she's like, no, I don't think I do. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're going to. So I got her to the point of FaceTiming me. So I get to see her and her. And it was dark. It was dark. For me. And then yes. she looks and she goes, Oh God, that's awful. And I go, yeah. How'd you like to do this at night? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it was yeah. Not look good. at this. It's not okay. good. It's not so good. they start from funny yeah. to, and then I'll make fun of something. I mean, I, I like to be funny. And so do you, she's yeah. funny too. She's very funny. And yeah. so we'll make fun and then we'll talk about what happened in the day. And we used to talk about corporate work a lot. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't do that as mm-hmm. much anymore. We have our business. So we talk about what's happening and then we talk about, and I think this is important for your audience. We celebrate synchronicities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we talk about what is the universe saying today? And, and, you know, I started with, I'll tell you, this is the latest thing that happened, I went on a a trip with her. She had to do a corporate um, event in Florida. And so I said, let me be your beach bitch. Mm -hmm. I'll take care of you. Champagne at the end of the day, I will do a good job. And I go hire me. And she's like, yes, you come. (laughs) And so, so when when she's, when she was going to um, work in the morning, I started playing bagpipes. This was around the time that uh king charles. king charles yeah it was, was his bagpiper so yes. i found it on twitter and i was like if it's good enough for the king it's good enough for my queen you know oh so my, I'm not good bagpipes she's like oh holly stop no it. no stop, stop it. it and i'm like no no i'm the beach bitch i'm so good and what happened was then that started in florida and then we went to Boston together. And then all of a sudden we heard back, we were talking, laughing about the stupid thing that I did to her every day. And within an hour, we saw bagpipes. And then we went to an event a week ago mm-hmm. and they started the whole event with a bagpiper, bagpiper. walking wow. in. And I was like, and I was like, Gina. And then yesterday there was a picture of the bagpiper. And then yesterday there was a picture of a bagpiper. And so I've never seen a bag. I I mean, I like bagpipers, but I've never seen that. (laughs) So that's the universe playing with us. So we talk about this and we talk about what is Neil, the universe, (laughs) our angels, guides, whoever this higher power is, what are they trying to tell us? And how do we, so we spend a lot of time musing in that and then making fun of one another. Yeah. And it's usually it's usually no less than 45 minutes yeah, at least. And it's, how's the family? 
what'd you do today? How's your mom? We yeah. both have moms that are o- older. Yeah. Uh, both, both dads have passed. Check, check and, the you know, we're like, like stuff. checking like in on all the life things, right? Yeah. Um, how's your energy? What's you up? What are you up to? How you, how are you doing? I, it's been a big year of change for, for Holly. It's been a big year of change for me in a different way. Like she's not at the corporate gig anymore. Yeah. So that's been a big adjustment. Uh, it's been a big adjustment for both of us yeah. in different ways. And, you know, we're, and I think our friendship and relationship has grown. Yeah, absolutely. As a byproduct mm-hmm. of it, not shrank, which it could easily have done. So, you know, having one person in your life, whoever they are, it could be your kid. It could be your husband. It could be your spouse. It could be your aunt, your uncle, whatever. Some people, it's their dog. Having that one person that has your back unconditionally is just magnificent. Magnificent. And it doesn't, sometimes it's the same person since you're little and sometimes it changes. And I remember, I have all these little things that I just remember these tidbits of my mentor's telling me. And that's one they're like, Sandy, if you have one person in your life that is truly a friend, like we're not even talking mom, dad's spot, one person in business, personal, whatever. And this guy was the Dean of Wharton. He said, you're the wealthiest person. You have to close the shop, you know, seriously. So the beauty of what you two are doing in the world and will do it brings tears to my eyes. I'm getting heart palpitations because you're just scratching the surface of what you two ladies are going to do. And it's great because you're bringing the power of what pure, pure, not forced, peace, joy, and love can do. And there's power in one with that, but the power of two coming together, oh, mind-blowing I love that. of what you two are going to do. I what? just piece something together that I hadn't thought of until now. And you just inspired this thought. And so for me, I grew up in a world of not being seen ever. And I didn't dance or, I mean, I wasn't you. Like I, when you tell your story, I'm like, Oh God, I wish I would have thought to do something. I, I didn't have any talent to dance, but nevertheless, I was never seen in the world. I, I came through life, never being seen. Gina is mm. one of the first people to ever see me and that I allowed to be seen. And so when we come together and we have guests or whether we go talk to people or when we do something, we want them to be seen and it's full circle. Mm -hmm. It's that give back. And so I hadn't even thought about that until then, because it's so important for us. Like I get I get more nervous than her. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to make sure I, I really honor, honor. the person. And I she see uses the word honor a lot. And, you know, and it's because that, you know, Gina was one of the first pe- people that could really see me for who I am, not mm. just the, the outside. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, the Holly that I know today versus the Holly that I met on that phone interview are, that was 20 years ago, completely different ah. people. Yeah. Completely different people in a good way. Like I, I, there are elements of the old Holly. I see the chameleon side of Holly. There is definitely, you know, we don't change overnight, but this, um, vulnerability and kind of letting down her walls a little bit 
mm. for not just me. I think you have done it. Yeah. Cause when we do that, we every heal day. others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we heal others. Beautiful to, to watch. Beautiful to watch. So I know we're going to run out of time and I got to make sure I back up on some of the things I've been wanting to ask you here. And the one thing yeah. is you mentioned, but I don't know if you can tell us yet. You said you have, besides the podcast, is there another business that you have? Can you tell us about that? Or is that something you're working on? Well, it's something we're working on okay. and in 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we'll hold it off. We'll, we'll come back. Maybe I'll have you again in 2023. Yes. when. Oh, listen, you're getting an invite to, I mean, we can't go without Sandy I know. anymore now that you had it. Like it's, it's like, it's a hit to the veins. It's the elixir. Yeah. I said, the she elixir. was, she's yeah. the elixir. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. The elixir. Oh, I've seen that somewhere. I like that word. Elixir. <laughs> That's my word. It's a pure joy. It's a say, fun word. It's, it's a, a beautiful word. word. And you are our elixir of passion mm-hmm. and, and Ooh. enthusiasm and promises and beauty. Yeah, keep going. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, there's Neil and then Sandy Joy. Right. Right no, there. Right there. Next to Neil. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, let's get down and dirty here. What do you got? You said fun. So, my peeps, mm-hmm. I told them you were fun. I didn't know the whole thing with the 45 minutes of laughing and fun and you know, <laughs> yeah. all the hair thing. But. <laughs> Is there something you can share that you think, oh my God, I can't believe we just said that or did that? Is there one thing that you two have done together that you're like, did we? Oh my God, we shouldn't have. Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know that we can tell. Come on. Well, one. Who's missing? You. It's me. Yes. What I do? Um, in Florida. When you were overserved, and she went okay. So she was oh, overserved yeah. in Florida. I'm overserved because yes. I have ten years ago. Theme going on, and here. we were yeah. in a boat, and then we were walking from the boat <laughs> to back to the hotel. And she stopped at the drive-through tellers and started knocking at on the bank the, at the bank. You, you know? know the the things that suck the things up and take your money back and forth to the, oh, yeah. to the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, no. I, they weren't open. I don't of believe course not. It was the weekend. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. she's knocking on it saying, give me some money. Are you there? <laughs> and I videotaped the whole thing yeah. as, as, you know, I think, I think it was on the security cameras too. I'm yeah. sure it was. You think? Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe you I know I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, just stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't, we we're, we're, we're too old to be too crazy. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but what about your kids? Now I know they're older. They're not little. But yeah. do you embarrass them? Oh, all the time. Just my existence embarrasses them. Yeah, mine are, told, mine are right? used to the wacky mommy. Yeah, and no, no, so no. we yeah, just they went embrace to, your wacky. We just went to Boston for the, they do, they because they've gotten used to it. So um, we went to Boston to my daughter's college. And you know what we did at Boston? And she's kind of hated my woo-woo mm-hmm. side. And you know what we did is we went into her dorm because I wanted to meet all her people. And we were taking a bunch of girls out to dinner later, her friends. We did card readings and astrology readings for everybody in her dorm. And they started piling up guys, girls. We had the most amazing time. We, we met everybody. We cheered them on. It was so interesting that their cards were all about growth and similar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of it, it was like, so they were like, this is the most positive 
you know, um, mm. um, situation they've ever mm -hmm. been in. And then we got to meet everybody. And my, my daughter was very happy about this so that we did, we do those kinds of yeah. like life events and together where fun. we have so much fun. And then I was like, oh. get me a drink. I'm sweating here. I've had <laughs> how many 20, 20 readings and the cat batting my, we oh, have an yeah. emotional security animal an ESA <laughs> batting my cards in the dorm. And you know, it was awesome. It was fun. Yeah. It was, you know, it was great. I mean, our kids have gotten to be good friends. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've gotten to know each other. And yeah. Our sons are very similar. Our daughters are, are similar in yeah. terms of just their, that's unusual in the world. Yeah. yeah that, it that is fascinating. And we said that way back in the day, God, our kids are like, yeah, our especially the boys, very, very the boys close. are very similar. Yeah. So this is going to be shocking and I know it's going to have mm -hmm. to be a whole nother time. Perfect. I know very little about tarot cards mm. or numerology or any of that. It's not because of not being fascinated by it, but I just don't know that yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. What well, about astrology? I, I'm Sandy Joy. I don't know. I, I had an astrologer on. Uh, two or three years ago, and and she was very very well known, and she was she was she had a sense of humor. I think she also yeah. was former, mm -hmm. and she told me some really great things. So that was good. But I didn't. I don't. I I'd like to know more, but I don't know that much. I know there's something to it, and she said, you know, like she predicted what the year was going to be out for me, and it was yeah. all amazing stuff. But you know it would have been a rough year before that. And then she told me some things about my personality. There's no way she couldn't know. Like, so it was really, sure. you know, amazing to me, but I don't, I've never really dived deep and studied it and understood it, you know? So I find it very fascinating. Well, you know what I think would be really interesting, Sandy, is that um, we both, we share a passion for children and education. So what we're seeing with our young, my youngest is, um, well, same as you 19, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's my youngest. And so all those kids up through high school were always like, you know, Mrs. Malini, can you read my chart? So on Snapchat, they have sun, moon, and rising, which is the elements of your personality and your emotions, and they all want a reading. And so there's something about that that's gaining traction yes. for young people. So I wonder Ooh. how we can ground that to not, because some people still don't believe in astrology. And I'm like, it's just where the planets and stars were that kissed you at birth. And, you know, God decides when you come in, you know, it's not, and, but some people think it's anti-religion. So I think we have to wow. ground yeah. it in um, some other way for people that struggle with it. But the kids are loving it. So I wonder if there's some um, correlation in some mm -hmm. of the work you're doing with children and, you know, knowing yourself and knowing your uh, astrology can tell you a lot about your superpowers. I can tell you your, where your soul wants to go. I can tell you some of your superpowers. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I don't, I don't think it's woo woo at all. I don't, yeah. I'm just not knowledgeable in it. Yeah. Right. A right. few people that I've met through even even gurus that were into it, you know, astrology and numerology, they and tarot, their connection to the universe was mind blowing, like mm -hmm. mind blowing. Mm -hmm. 
and it fascinates me, but maybe, and I know you, please, you're going to say, Sandy, you should get over it by now, but maybe I will another year when I was nine <laughs> years old. Okay. And I'm sitting on the park bench in the projects with my peeps, you know, stoner Pete, uh-huh. rock girl, Jimmy, you know, sexy lady, <laughs> Sally. This. They were great. But anyhow, um, there was a woman and I was nine years old. I just moved to the projects. And there was a woman who said she was a gypsy, but she could read palms. Now I'm nine. Okay. And she probably was stoned out of her mind. Just keep that yeah. in mind. But I didn't know that tripping on else. <laughs> and she looked at my, my palm and goes, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, sorry, sweetie. I'm like, oh God, what's sorry? Sweet? I'm nine. I just moved to the projects. I'm hearing about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And she says, sorry, sweetie. I go, what is it? She's like, don't mean to tell you, but you have a very, very, very short life. And I say, huh, I ain't looking so bad right about. (laughs) Well, you know, it's scared me. You know what I mean? And I know seriously. And she was whatever. And it wasn't, but that stuck with me. Is that crazy? Well, you know what? That's how I ended up learning astrology because I, I was, I'm interested in everything and I'll pay for experiences. So mm-hmm. I got an astrologer to look at it and she goes, ah. she looked at my chart and she went, ah. and I thought, well, what's, ah? okay. And she's like, oh. you know, like, and me, and it was so negative. I was like, and I had one reading that was so negative. We both went together and we yeah, cried afterwards. That. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to learn this shit and figure it out myself. And what I learned is that for the both of us, the palm lady, the astrologer, it has to become from a beautiful, positive place. There is no, uh, yeah. And you exactly. don't know based on a palm when people are going to die. I think that's bullshit, but you can get a palm reader. Tell me I'm wrong about that, but I think it's just bull. Well, I'm still here. So there's that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, she was probably stoned next to Pete. I, I got to find out about Pete. Well, why, <laughs> to your point, why would you do that to a nine-year-old? I mean, this is that's, the crap. That's of the point. And well, I was projects. The kids were like, yeah. wasn't there a you know? No, I mean, fear. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation too. Like I'm against fear. Fear controls people and, and sets their trajectory. And I'm not about that. And so, yeah. you know, I can tell it. That's why I'm like, Ooh, because I've had so many beautiful people since that I'm like, Sandy, there's more to it. And then you mentioned the kids, but this is really now, this is going to be worse than any palm reading you've ever heard right now. We have to wrap up. Oh, it's so sad. Can it's we do it again? Sad. You have places to go and people to see. I want to make sure you're on time. I want oh, to say this and I want everyone want to do this from the bottom of my heart. I'm sending you two women so much peace, love, and joy for your journey. Mm. I can see what you're going to bring to the world. And I'm so happy for you. And the little peace that I'm a part of it. I have deep gratitude for both of you. And I, I'm telling you, ladies, it's going to be beyond, I know this, beyond whatever you imagine. You guys are such incredible creators and everyone can be, but you have tuned in and tapped into it. And I'm so happy. That is the most meaningful thing that you could say to us right now. We we needed that. So So now before you go. Gina, anything that yes. we didn't get in that you want to say in 30 seconds? 
Um, uh, wait, 30 seconds. I'm kidding. I have it. Okay. So I want to thank you for seeing us. Yeah. That was a beautiful gift. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you're, you're right in that find those one, two people in your life and level that relationship up and partner and be vulnerable and leverage and commit to one another to continue to grow. Mm. I think so often we're just gliding through life and you can make your life whatever you want it to be. Mm. And, uh, find those people that support you in doing that Absolutely. and commit. As they say, unapologetically you, baby. All right. Yeah. Keeping it yeah. real. Absolutely. All right. Let's keep it real. People, they kept it real. You love them. I'm going to say more. You're going to watch and share their podcast. You're going to listen to them. We're going to follow their journey. I can't wait to see what's coming. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Holly. And you know what I'm going to say, until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.